No, listen, I need some enthusiasm. You sound like well, a broken record I'm player. I don't give right a now, fuck if like... you're hitting bets all night. Like, give me some enthusiasm in your voice here with this episode, okay? I don't need this. Yeah, take the spread minus three. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Anyway, week seven here. Lucky number seven. I'm not fucking with this slate. It, it, <laughs> I don't even know where to begin. Yes, I'm recording. Get buck. Get ready. Let's go. <laughs> Dude, like, you didn't even say did nothing. You turn, did you turn your fucking uh, notification noises off, dude? Yeah, Listen, your you know what? Notifications off, what they're off. They, they're off. Just, just, just no. Yeah, man. I got at least 170 DMs saying, "Listen, what yeah. is wrong with that Marquise guy running the show over there?" Okay. All right. How do we want to do this? We want to break down every single game, give our best bets, give our fades. What the fuck do we want to do? We're doing we the same to... shit as last week. All right, man. Brian. Like, Take us off here. Let's Let go. Let me take us away. Take us it's to the right. promised land. If we're what, Eric? Whole, what? If we're doing the whole slate, we just got to we gotta be quick on it. We can't draw it out too much. Right? All right, I mean, man. we're going to skip a couple games, dude. Like, Yeah, right, this game's on fading in this for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's get it. I mean, I'm fading like literally half the slate, so. All right. Here we go. Week seven. Lucky number seven, man. We got week seven ahead of us. Um, I am literally smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm not cutting this, by the way. So you... <laughs> uh, listen, it's fine. I'm absolutely exhausted. Uh, I've been up for God knows how long. We just finished the UFC card, and we're getting right to recording. Constant grind, yo. It is what it is. Um, like I said, week seven. Here we go. First game, Lions Falcons. Uh, games in Atlanta in a dome. Uh, Lions are two point underdogs against the Falcons on the road. Over underline is fifty four and a half. And like I just said, I am fading half the slate. Bing. This is one of them. Fade. Don't have any opinion. You're game fading garbage. us. Don't know what to think. Game's horrible. Don't want anything to do with it. All right, here, I'm going to take him away with this. I wouldn't fade this. I'm still fading it, though. So that doesn't make any sense. But if I, <laughs> I wasn't going to fade it, we I'm, are taking, ass, man. I'm taking Falcons minus one and a half or the Falcons money line. I think they finally got their all offense rolling. And the Lions, they just, they're the Lions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm going to tell you what. Has has the Falcons been home the whole season? Because I think the only road game they played is in Green Bay. That's the only road game I've seen them play this year. Uh, the Falcons have been they played week. three, three and three, and then three, three home, three Every away. Every week it just seems like they're just home in Atlanta. Uh, I'm going Falcons. Um, I, I don't know. I'm not going to stay away from this game. I think the Falcons. I mean, last week Julio Jones came alive. I mean, if that's not a positive symbol, fucking triple sevens we're here week seven like that's it's your money on your falcons here minus one and a half um julio jones revived the offense ridley's back gage is back still got Gurley. i mean the offense is going to be able to put up points against the lions defense so uh i'm taking i'm taking falcon spread you're gonna take one one and a half yeah or like i said either one and a half or the or the or the money line is would, would suffice for as me much also. as i like as much as i like stafford in the offense I, they they were not able to pass good against that Jacksonville defense. They had to score through the run on the goal line the first two two touchdowns of that game last week. So, I don't know. DeAndre Swift is looking pretty nasty, though. He does yeah, look pretty good. 
But I think I think I'm gonna take the benefit of the doubt. I think the Falcons keep that keep that streak going. Well, not streak, but keep that fire going. I mean, Julio Jones is alive apparently. So, all right. Yeah, Julio Ridley. Well, both of them looked good last. They both caught touchdowns last week, right? Yeah, Julio and Ridley both look good. Yeah. Like I said on the podcast last week, I I think I took the Falcons on the show last week. Oh, listen, yeah. right here, real quick, real, real quick. I got to shout I out to Brian. The first game, I said it was the first game where they both came back healthy. Boom, it is what well, it is. Yeah. Listen, just fired the coach. So. Yeah, they yep. fired a coach. I'm definitely taking Falcons. Falcons on that. All right, so. next. Game two, Browns at Bengals. Second time these teams are facing off this year. Browns won by five in the first showing in Cleveland. Now they are going to Cincinnati, laying three points on the road. Over-under is 50-and-a-half. Line is either three or three-and-a-half. I like Bengals plus three-and-a-half. If you have it at three, buy the half point. You want a football number plus three-and-a-half. Um, the Bengals are missing Joe Mixon as a key injury, but they have Giovanni Bernard, who's looked great. I think that guy's a great step-up play. Um, I think he can step up to the plate and, and fill exactly what Mixon did for this team, uh, if not do it better. Uh, on the other side of the ball, the Browns are missing Austin Hooper, who they don't really use that much, but I mean, still starting tight end. Even though they're not using him as much in the rushing game, he's still influential in the blocking game and they're missing Kareem Hunt so wait so Kareem Hunt's team. out no I, I'm sorry I'm sorry they're missing Chubb missing Chubb oh. I'm sorry okay. I misspoke they still have Kareem Hunt um they're also each missing a defensive starter I can't remember off the top of my head but I know they're both missing like a remotely impactful piece on defense um I mean this is this is a pretty simple game to me I think that the Browns defense is absolutely horrible I think Joe Burrow hasn't had a breakout game yet and I think this is where he gets on track I think he had this one circled uh, good home game for them they only lost by five in Cleveland last time I like him to cover a field goal at home in this one um, like I said I think Joe Burrow comes alive here and puts on a show against this garbage Browns defense um, Browns got absolutely killed by the Steelers last week one of my more confident bets um, I just think that the Browns are a super inconsistent team. I never want to lay points with them on the road, even at home. So I, I like the Bengals here. Don't love them, but I like them. Well, uh, as you know, um, I'm completely in reverse to Brian's statement. I think that the Browns have a good game here. They come in, they're like, yo, my name's Baker Mayfield. I run all these stupid-ass fucking commercials. It's time to actually play like a good football player. I'm taking either, again, I'm taking either 180 minus 180 on the money line, so parlay that with something, or I'm taking the Browns minus three and a half. The Bengals are shot. I'm tired of hearing about Joe Mixon. Just like we did, I'm not Joe Mixon, fucking Joe Burrow. Just like last last week, you know, or no, when they played the Ravens. Wait, who did they play, Eric, that you were like, oh, I'm tired the of hearing Colts. The Colts. Like, no. Nah. I mean, they fucking were killing the Colts. They were fucking killing them. And the Colts' defense is way better than the Browns. The Bengals should have won that game. They choked in the second half. They had a 24-point lead. Like, that was an anomaly choke. They were up 24 nothing. Like, they Sounds were like smoking them. They were, they were smoking them. I mean, you got to look at it like this. I'm still taking minus three and a half rounds. I mean, I just don't understand. You said that you like this game because you think that Baker, like, flips his switch and, like, gets up for this game and, like, gets out of his commercial phase. Like, why do you think this is such an important game to Baker? Like, I don't... Because if he anything, can't last be week, losing to Brown uh, to the Bengals, he got benched last game. They sat him. 
Yeah, but that's because they were down by 60, and they just didn't want him to get hurt. 60? Right. I mean, they, they were, were down, down by 76, like. Yeah. <laughs> All right, listen, the lucky number seven, week seven, here we go. Um, what do you think, Eric? Uh, I don't know. Again, Brian made the right call on the Bengals last week, and I was very surprised how that game went, obviously, as were a lot of people. Um, so this is making me this is making me worry about this game. Uh, how about... How about how about an over under in this game at fifty and a half? How about we go that route if we're not sure on who's going to take it? Is there I like the over. Chance, a potential chance we go over here. 50 yeah, I like the over. I think I see. I think this is the game where the Browns do score points. Obviously, they had some trouble. Yeah, against the good team I mean, yeah, they, they have to. Yeah, right. Exactly. All right, you know, Browns are going to score. I'm going. I'm all right. I'll do that. Over under. Uh, I'll take fifty and a half. Yeah. All right. I like the over too. Put put me down for the over and the plus. Okay. Um, next game, Steelers at Titans. It is in Nashville. The Steelers are a favorite on the road. This is the match, the face-off of uh, two five and O teams here. Um, Titans three and O at home. Steelers one and O on the road. This is only their second road game. Um, Steelers obviously coming off a big win. Titans coming off a big win as well. They almost choked, but both coming off wins. Um, thank you, Derek Henry. Derek, thank you, Derrick Henry. Yes, sir. Called that last week. Um, this is a really tough game for me. Um, I saw something that there is a potential of thunderstorms and bad weather. Um, as soon as I hear anything about the Titans and bad weather, you just hammer the Titans because they have the best running back in the league, the most consistent offense in bad weather. Um, if, you, if you say I'm um, one more time, I'm assassinating myself. Because Derrick Henry can just run through people. I think that the Titans have a more consistent offense, a more balanced offense than the Steelers. I think the Steelers are like a flashy offense where they can be hot and cold. Obviously, they've been hot so far this season, but I don't know. Going into Nashville, I just, I, I think I just like the Titans in this spot. Um, they're getting Jonu Smith back. They're getting points as an underdog on the road, like. The Titans, like I have said, you know, last week, I've said it countless times this season, they're not a flashy team. They get undervalued in the betting market. This is ridiculous. They're fucking 5-0, and oh, and they're an yeah. underdog at home. <laughs> just get the fuck out. Like, just yeah, get out. Not. Give me that. They're not. they're not. Oh, they're not an underdog? No, the line's... It's, my, it's minus 122 money line on FanDuel and minus one and a half. Oh, wow. So that line has significantly changed yes. then. Yeah, Steelers are plus 104 money line right now. Oh, well, that's insane because 24 hours ago they were plus one and a half or plus two. Two were a hammer in the Titans. That means that line has literally changed two full points. All right, well, that's crazy, but regardless, the line did open as the Titans as an underdog. I didn't realize that they're now a favorite, um, but it doesn't matter. Then take the money line. Take the minus one and a half. It doesn't even matter. I think they win this game regardless. Um... Yeah, wow, that's shocking. I wasn't aware of that, but I do like the Titans still, regardless. Okay. Um. Jesus, you're you're. I don't know what it is. I'm taking Steelers plus one and a half. You know, we every every time where it comes with a nice, fluid offense against a good defense, the defense always prevails. The, you defense. don't know what it is, but really, what it is. Let me tell you what it is. All right. Uh. So you're going Steelers plus? I'm doing Steelers plus one and a half. Uh, this is a tough game. Uh, again, kind of worried. This is obviously the best game of the Sunday slate, I'm assuming. Um, two 5-0 teams 
I don't want to bet against Derrick Henry, but Steelers are for real apparently this year. Uh, again, I think you go Tennessee with the better offense. Although you talk about run game and the thunderstorms, James Conner is having great production this year. So we can't forget about him. He's staying healthy. And the reason I know this is because he is on my fantasy team, so I've been tracking him. I mean, he got hurt in the one game. That was week one, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he just didn't play the whole – I mean, he got pulled halfway through the first quarter. I'm just saying, he's he. they're giving him the ball, and he's he's having some good production with it. Um, so, I I don't know. You talk about you talk about thunderstorms, and, and plus you had the Steelers defense into it, and it's not like the Titans defense has been playing that bad. I, I might I might go under in this game. It's a fifty and a half or but if I had to lean on a spread, I'd take a lot of the odds boost on FanDuel right now or Steelers plus like seven and a half or Steelers plus. So I don't know. I might I might get some points in favor of the Steelers or the, and the plus and pad the plus a little bit, but I I think I don't know. I, I, I would go under in the first. Oh first pick is, is definitely an under. I think it's gonna be a back and forth as defense is really gonna show up. And uh, it's going to be a tight game, though. Yeah, I probably like that under two. Um, all right, next game on the slate, you got the Carolina Panthers at the Saints uh, in a dome. So weather's irrelevant. The Saints are negative seven. The over under is fifty. Uh, my bet here is Panthers plus seven and a half. The spread might have went to plus seven. So by the half point, you want, like I said, that football number. Um, the Saints are missing Michael Thomas. They're missing Emmanuel Sanders. They're both on either behavioral or COVID or injury. Or I don't even know what the hell it is. I don't know what the fuck is going on in that facility, but they're talking about trading Michael Thomas. What? I didn't hear yes. that. Yes. I don't know what they're thinking. Yeah. They're trying to get rid of the best player on their team. Drew Brees is dead, like I've said. He can't even throw the ball downfield. It's literally just a pathetic crapshoot every time I see their offense. Their only production is Kamara breaking, like, 80-yard runs. Um, I don't think that the Panthers' defense is necessarily good, but I think that it's decent enough to where they'll get a couple stops somewhere through the game. The Saints' defense sucks, and I think that the Panthers can put up points. They got Robbie Anderson. They got DJ Moore. Saints give up deep balls. They got Eli Apple on the corner. Guy's horrible. Malcolm Jenkins is, you know, good safety, but he's getting old. I think that Robbie Anderson can just run past everyone in their secondary, no problem. Um, Mike Davis has been has been doing great. He had actually a kind of down game last week, so I think this is yeah. a bounce back game for him. Yeah. And um, you know, it's a divisional game. Anytime you see a divisional game with two halfway decent teams, both you know three and three, three and two, whatever it is, like if I'm getting a touchdown plus the hook, give it to me. All right, Keith. I, I'm I'm going with you too. I'm going with uh, Panthers plus seven. There's something going on in that locker room. I, I don't think the vibes are there. Yeah, we got out. They got Alvin Kamara, but you know, again, Michael Thomas. No Michael Thomas. No Emmanuel, Emmanuel Sanders. Sanders. And yeah, I mean that's it, man. I'm they're they're toast. I'm taking plus seven Panthers. I'm with you, Brian. Yep. All right. I would I would sprinkle money line too. Hundred percent. Hey, listen to this. I got the ultimate fact here the ultimate upset obviously we're gonna leave panthers here guess who's the backup quarterback in new orleans the past two years yep teddy revenge bridgewater. game teddy bridgewater yep. teddy revenge bridgewater game going into new orleans teddy bridgewater is having a great season besides and the Saints just shipped him out 
besides last week that that offense you know had a funky game and slowed down a little bit but uh i think this is where they bounce back um again this team this team get, get they that's they stay under the radar just like the titans i mean this team I, I still stand by this team even though the bears the bears defense really kept them at bay last week well and, the bears uh, defense is much better than the saints right right and like you said robbie anderson uh mike davis and and uh, I think uh, I think one of Panthers wide receivers hurt. Who was it? Carter Samuel. I think he's out though. But nah, he sucks. D- they still have DJ Moore though, right? Yeah, or, DJ yeah, Moore. So, yeah. so I I lean Panthers too in this plus seven. Um, I think they take it. They come back for a win this week, and uh, because Teddy Bridgewater, he he can put up some points and move that offense, no problem. So for sure, for sure, take Panthers. All right, next game on the slate. Um, the good old Jets. The Jets at home against the Bills. Um, Bills are negative 10. The Jets are missing Crowder, Hogan. So two of their top three, you could argue <laughs> top two wide receivers are out. Honestly, Sam Darnold's back, but he's got a questionable tag. Joe Flacco might get in the game. I don't even care who's at quarterback for the Jets. They're terrible. Crowder's their only weapon on offense with him gone. They actually stand zero chance in this game. <laughs> the Jets were nine and a half point underdogs to the Dolphins and are now ten point underdogs to the Bills. And I think that the Bills are way better than a half point better than the Dolphins. So this line doesn't make any sense to me. It's literally the same justification that I had last week. I gave you the Dolphins on a silver platter. I forced it down your throat, and here it is again. They just literally are running back <laughs> the same line. They're giving you back the same line with a better team against the Jets. You just same thing as last week. You go up to the window, you got a smile on your face, <laughs> and you it. just hand them your ticket. You stare him in the eyes. He looks you down. He said, "Way to bet against the Jets." You just cash your ticket. So, <laughs> Bills <laughs> negative ten. Bills negative ten, and then you also take Bills negative twenty. <laughs> realistically, realistically, how how far would you go on an alternate spread on this? I would honestly go. I'm dead serious. Negative nineteen. <laughs> I would go negative nineteen. Nah, I, I wouldn't go that high. But I would go. I would go negative. Eh, twenty. What's twenty one minus three? Is eighteen? <laughs> maybe eighteen. Maybe you accord. Maybe you factor in a missed extra point. Right, I would take off. minus seventeen. Dead serious. Minus seventeen. Minus seventeen. Buffalo Bills plus two hundred. Seventeen. That's and a half. fucking gold. Yeah. No. Buffalo. I would take sixteen and a half plus one eighty. That's fucking gold. It's gold. It's a. It's a. They're literally giving you the same line as last week with an injury to their best player. And playing a better team. Uh, it's a fucking no-brainer. <laughs> All right, Keith, what do you got? I'm taking, I'm taking Bills minus 10.5, too. I mean, um, I don't fuck with the over-under because I really don't think the Jets are going to gonna they, they, I mean, score. They they're going to go two weeks scoreless. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah minus 10.5. That's me. Um. So last week, you know, when we introduced the taking your ticket, not even watching the game, just checking the box score and cashing your ticket, we went one and two last week. You know, we went one four two. We went one and one. Oh yeah, because we yeah. lost the Patriots. Yeah. One. We went one and one. We said that the Patriots were a close your eyes and bet it, and we said the Jets or we said the Dolphins were a close your eyes and bet it. So we went one and one. We're coming back. We, you know, let's stay. Let's stay one cash and ticket. 
scenario, and that's that's the Bills minus ten and a half. So we're riding that home. Hundred percent. All right, right to the window. <laughs> All right, next game uh, is the Packers at the Texans. Green Bay is a negative three and a half point favorite in Houston. Scary game. I all week absolutely loved the Packers. They were on the verge of being my best bet. They are four and one against the spread this year. The Texans are one and five against the spread this year. Rodgers had the worst game of his career last game. Um, it was only his third pick six that he's thrown in his entire career. He threw two interceptions for like the first time in like seventy six years. Um, so I was thinking big bounce back game for Rodgers. Texans suck. They're dead. I've said that, but. Aaron Jones is more than likely out, which really scares me about this team because Jamal Williams cannot run the ball. He's a pass-catching back. They have that Irving guy, but I don't trust him. So I still like the Packers, but I'm not giving it out as a best bet. I lost a lot of confidence if Aaron Jones is out. If he's in, you hammer it. If he's out, you play it lightly. You obviously can't bet the Texans in this scenario. Um so I like I like the Packers, but don't love them anymore with Aaron Jones possibly being out. So so real quick, this is gonna be a this is probably gonna be a game time decision because the latest updates as of yesterday at three o'clock in the afternoon is the last update I could find. It's more questionable than doubtful right now for Aaron Jones. So let me just I found a article on Twitter from a beat writer um, for the Packers. He, uh, his Twitter is at by Ryan Wood. If anyone wants to actually go read the physical tweet, he wrote, oh, excuse me, he wrote, uh, Aaron Jones said he was confident that he could play through his calf strain in Houston, but the Packers are not expecting to push him. The plan is for Jones to not play versus the Texans per sources. Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon will have increased roles, and Dexter Williams was called up from the practice squad for depth. Yeah. So I think he's going to be out. Yeah. Just keep an eye on it, though. Yeah, That's keep right. an eye on it. Still like the Packers. Again, by the, you know, half-pointer point to get a football number. Um, but, yeah, tread lightly. Keith? You awake over there, man? No, nah, I'm awake. I, I don't know. I was trying to look up some articles on this. I... I'm, this is this is something I'm gonna fade. I'm sorry. I mean, hey, if I'm you gotta fade, fade it, you gotta I'm fade it. It's, I'd rather you fade it than give out a bet that you're not confident. Yeah, fade this. Alrighty. Uh, oh, you're going still? Go ahead, my B. Yeah, I like Green Bay. Um, I think even without Aaron Jones, I mean, obviously he's a huge impact. Um, if he's out, I think I think with Jamal Williams, uh, I think they'll be all right. Uh, Texas again is Deshaun Watson able to? You know, he's he's catching some fire with that offense finally, but. Uh, I think Aaron Rodgers. I mean, you see what see what happens when you get Aaron Rodgers mad. I mean, he got embarrassed last week. Uh, same thing. Same same mentality as when they drafted that rookie quarterback, thinking that his time's up. You know, and you see what he's been able to do before last week. But uh, I think he comes back and uh, he he makes he he has a big game for sure. Uh, I don't know unless unless you think it's going to be that close without Aaron Jones. If Aaron Jones doesn't play. That number of 57 is is pretty high. That's a high number for what the games have been at. So maybe maybe lean towards an under if you want to play with it. But I I, I like the Packers either money line. I mean, be be safe with the money line or buy or go three point three and a half minus three and a half or minus two and a half. I, I actually like um a thought just came to me 
we'll start going over the next game, but Eric, if you could look up real quick what Aaron Rodgers' passing touchdowns line is, because if it's one and a half and Aaron Jones is out, I love that. It's over two and a half right now in fantasy. Damn. Plus yeah. 114 for the over. Damn. Yeah, they're they're way on top of that. Yeah. Deshaun Watson is at two and a half as well, so obviously this is still meant to be a high-scoring game. Uh, his over two and a half is at plus 136. So. Deshaun Watson? Yeah. yeah wow. I don't know. But Three. I remember, Devontae Adams is back, so. Three? I think that Rodgers over two and a half touchdowns is bettable. I don't, like, absolutely love it, but if you're getting plus money on that in a game where Aaron Jones isn't there to rely on, I think he's obviously got to throw the ball. I think Tanyan touchdown anytime be a huge bet. Um, because, I mean, he, he goes to Aaron Jones and Adams first in the red zone, and if one of those two are out and they're double-teaming the other one, I think True. Tanyan's his next guy up. So I like Tanyan anytime touchdown and then maybe sprinkle Aaron Rodgers over 2.5 tutties. Tanyan, Tanyan anytime plus 155. Tanyan yeah, I like first. that. Tanyan first touchdown score plus 1,000. There you go. I like both of those. Obviously, uh, better responsibly on the plus 1,000. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, last game for the 1 o'clocks is <laughs> the good old uh, second half of the NFC's showdown here. The Cowboys at the Redskins. The Redskins are a one-point favorite at home. Over-underline is 45 I'm pretty sure that they're, the books are just putting an over-underline of 45 for every single NFC each matchup. Because that's what it was for the Eagles-Redskins, that's what it was for the Eagles-Giants, and now we're seeing the same number on the Eagles-Cowboys. And what is it? Did it go under in the Eagles game? It was yeah. under 45, right? Yeah. Under, yes. it went. yeah. So when the Eagles played the Redskins last week, we gave out the over. We all liked the over. That lost. I then almost bet the same line over on the Eagles-Giants to run it back. That also lost. And now they're going same thing here. Um, same thing here, 45. The under's gone. It's gone under in the last two NFC each matchups that we've seen. I think the Redskins are probably the best defense in the division. I mean, the Redskins are also probably the worst offense in the division. So maybe under in this game. Um, but as crazy as it sounds, I like the Redskins. Uh, there's some serious reverse line movement on this game. To all the listeners that don't understand what that means, the majority of the money and the bets are coming in on the Cowboys, and they opened as a two-point favorite, and the line has now moved in the direction of the Redskins, which obviously if they're getting the majority of the money in bets, it should be going the opposite way. It should be going in favor of the Cowboys. So whenever you see reverse line movement like this, it indicates to take the team that it is shifting towards. It means that the books are onto something. They want people to bet the Cowboys. Um, and Washington's actually minus one now. 24 hours ago, weren't the Cowboys minus one? No, Cowboys minus one on FanDuel. Yeah. Okay, ESPN's reading Washington negative one, but all right. Um, so I like the Redskins here in this game. It obviously sounds crazy. There's not many reasons why other than reverse line movement and the fact that um, the Cowboys kind of strayed away from Zeke. It looked like they looked they looked like they lost confidence in him and they were running Tony Pollard. So yeah. I don't know. I mean, he's not going to fumble again like he the was. The fumbling issue for Zeke has been a serious issue for years and years now. This is not a new thing. Um, Andy Dalton looked decent. I wouldn't say good. He looked decent. 
his interceptions, he did kind of get gypped on. Um, but I don't know. NFC East, I think you just, I think I'm just going to blindly take the home team in any time these, te- in any time there's an NFC each matchup. So I like the skins, and then I also lean the under just because the last two games went under. Okay. I'm 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 not buying it. I'm not buying the Washington bullshit. I'm I'm taking Cowboys minus one. I think Zeke looks come in. He's scoring at least two touchdowns. I don't think we're gonna see a whole lot with Andy Dalton, but he's gonna be able to be a game manager and 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 play for the win. Obviously, they all play for the win, but he's gonna he's gonna be able to you know have a good enough performance to beat them. It's the Washington football team, dude. I mean. Uh, Just throwing it out there. Cowboys offensive line is absolutely decimated by injuries. It's almost worse than ours. It's all backups. All of their starting linemen are out. I mean, they're going against probably the best pass rusher, one of the top three, four pass rushers in the league, Chase Young. I think he's going to absolutely blow up that line. I think he's going to blow up Zeke, blow up Pollard, get to Andy Dalton. I'm just throwing it out there. All right. All right, Eric, what do you think? Uh, Man. I don't know. I I stay. I might stay away from this. I, I really don't know. I go into this like in the Cowboys. I just I just have to. Jot, I mean, they lost a lot of people money last week. Everyone had high hopes on Andy Dalton. And it's not like he played terrible. It's just that offense could not move it, and they're having offensive line issues for real, for real. So that's a big part. Then you had the Zeke fumbles. I don't think I think Zeke has his bounce back week. Um. I lean Dallas. I mean, money line or the minus one is at one, minus one hundred five right now on Fanduel. The money line is minus one hundred eight. So, I, I lean Dallas in this. I think I really don't see them losing two in a row, even with Andy Dalton and the injuries. Uh, if this defense can't really do much against Washington, then I, I don't know what to tell you. But I think they they come back divisional game. Everyone is leaning towards Washington now because of how bad Dallas looked, but I think I think uh, it's just a Sunday one o'clock game. I think Dallas takes care of it. So, alrighty. Um, again, like the game's just garbage. NFC's games are scary. Tread lightly on that one. Um, you know, it it is what it is. A scary game. Um, all right, on to the four o'clock. First four o'clock up is the Bucks, who looked amazing last week at the Raiders, who have been great at home. Great as an underdog as well. Uh, games in Vegas. Tampa Bay is a four and a half point favorite on the road. Over under is fifty two. Um, so this is kind of my classic uh, buy low, sell high scenario. Everyone and their mother is going to be on the Bucks. Um, every, uh, you know, everyone has that picture in their head last week of, you know, Brady and the Bucks killing Aaron Rodgers, you know, their thought process, if they can beat the Packers, they can beat the Raiders type thing, you know, but the Raiders have wins over the Chiefs and the Saints this year. Um, Derek Carr is great in primetime. He's got incredible primetime stats. He's really good at home. This new stadium is treating him well. Um, and I just think that it's a good number for the Raiders. I think you're getting four and a half points at home. Uh, it's a nice, you know, nice number for them. Everyone's going to be all over the Bucks. It's kind of a fading the public bet for me here, similar to the Redskins. Um, I will take the Raiders. Same. I'm taking the Raiders four and a half too. Uh, I remember, uh, I don't know what week it was. It what was the week they played the Chiefs. 
Uh, two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, I um called the Raiders plus spread in that, and it and it hit because I'm just, dude, I'm telling you, the Raiders are definitely a force this year. Um, Buccaneers defense is pretty good. That's what people don't understand. They also have a very fluid offense, but I think the Raiders Raiders take this. I'll take plus four and a half. Uh, I like Buccaneers. I like Buccaneers spread. I like Buccaneers money line. Um, I, I just, I don't, I don't buy, I don't buy their car. I don't buy the Raiders team yet. I mean, they were able to beat the Chiefs, but I think, I think you see what the Chiefs did right back the next week. They came in and whooped Buffalo's ass. Uh, I mean, again, I think, I think I take Bucks after that huge win. Um, that offense was, was moving. The defense played good. I know it's in Vegas, but. I still take Tampa to roll on their hot streak. I think right here, Gronk Gronk broke his ice, caught his touchdown. So I think that offense is too hot, and I, I don't like the Raiders' defense. Um, and Ronald Jones is playing really good too. Don't sleep on Ronald Jones. He and I don't think Fournette's gonna see much even when he is healthy. I think it's Ronald Jones right now. He's he's yeah. playing way too good. Yeah, yeah it's definitely the Ronald. It's definitely the Ronald so, Jones show. He's definitely so that offense stays caring. high, and I look for a lot of deep balls because I that Raiders secondary is is not good. So I like I like Bucks. I just think that if the Raiders were able to contain Tyree Kill on the deep ball, that they can contain these guys just as easy. But they, um, but they weren't. He he caught that he caught that uh, long bomb in that game, but it got called back. He got a bomb in that game. Oh, uh, and there was a holding or something. Yeah, it got called back. I remember mm. because there was a long ass pass, and it got called back. All right. I, yeah. Go ahead. Come yeah, on. I mean, it, I mean, before before you know, we started recording. I said off air that a lot of these games are tough. It's a lot yeah. of tough calls this week. I think you tread very lightly this week. You don't, you know, aside from a couple locks, a lot of these games are, are toss-ups. There's a lot of yeah. football numbers on the lines. It's going to come down to those half points a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I like the Raiders, but we could go Bucks. Just to point out, both of the Bucks losses are on the road this year, so playing on Good the road. Point. Good point. Um, all right, next 4 o'clock game, you got Chiefs at the Broncos in Denver. Chiefs are three zero on the road. Broncos are zero and two at home. Chiefs are a negative seven and a half, and the over under line, believe it or not, is forty four. I'm taking the over on that. <laughs> probably, probably the lowest Patty Mahomes total we've ever seen. Has to that's, be. I'd... That's because they have no faith in freaking what's his name piece. Drew Locke. They should. They should. They kick field goals all game. Right Are you here. serious, bro? Three, dude, I'm not getting in this with you. Yeah, maybe if we had Noah Font. Like, are you serious? Every time we threw the ball in the end zone, no one fucking called it. Like, were you watching that game? No. Okay. You had Noah Font last week, did you not? Noah Font was not in, no. I'm pretty sure he played last week. No, dude. Oh, no, he was out. Never mind. You're right, actually. And, he was out. And not to mention that Locke put him right back, put the Patriots right back in that game, throwing picks two, three drives in a row. Yep. Um, interesting thing about this game, maybe not interesting, but important thing about this game, it is supposed to either rain or snow in Denver. It's supposed to be very cold, very shitty weather. I am assuming that that is why the over-under line is so low. 
aside with the Broncos' defense kind of stiffing the pats and their offense looking like it collapses every time in the red zone. Um, this is a complete fade to me. I'm just giving you guys the info. I don't want anything to do with the line. It's negative 7.5. Like I said, all of these lines this week are on that like football number, man. Like negative 7.5. They're all scary. The Broncos' defense looked so good last week, but the Chiefs' offense is also so good. I don't know what to think about this game. Divisional game, I'd probably lean to the Broncos plus 7.5 just because the over-under is so low and it's shitty weather and it's... I could just see it being one of those fuckery games. That's but, exactly what I was thinking. But the, but the Broncos fun. had their fuckery game last week against the Patriots. Yeah. Like no way they beat the Patriots and the or no way they beat the Patriots and the Chiefs back to back weeks. Right? That'd be fucking insane. So I don't know. I don't want anything to do with the game. Kick it to you guys. I'm taking Go Broncos. Ahead, I'm taking Broncos plus yeah. seven and a half. I mean, you sent ass. I'm not, man. Yeah, here's the Bronco <laughs> fan betting with your heart, man. No, because last week I picked the Patriots and I got smoked. Yeah, we weren't cashing that ticket. Uh, <laughs> Chiefs minus seven and a half. Get real. Look what they just did to the Bills. They're going to go into Denver, snow, rain, whatever. Again, here we are, Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Le'Veon active? Uh, no, so. Probably is. He's probably active. Either way, he is active, yeah. Oh, Either way, shit. Andy Reid. Andy Reid. I know the Denver's defense is playing decent. You know they they made Cam and that Patriots offense look terrible, and the Denver's defense might have some uh, a big upside to him for sure. But again, Andy Reid just just ran the ball the most in his whole career. Oh yeah, dominated. So and he made Edwards Hilaire look like a freaking beast that he is. He Edwards Hilaire broke it open last last week, and I think, again, if that's not a freaking scary sign for the Chiefs' offense. Yeah, if they can run the ball, it's over. All right, I take I, my I mean, pick back. I'm doing minus seven and a half Kansas City Chiefs for sure. I mean, like, listen, like yeah. Brian said, too, there's no way two weeks in a row they shut down Cam. I mean, again, we were just ass wrong about Cam Newton last week. I mean, we thought coming back, being at home, he's back. It's going to be his game. That offense just looked terrible. But Yeah, I mean, again, we thought that the little COVID bye week was going to help. It obviously yeah. hurt. He yeah. wasn't ready for that. We got to yeah. start taking into consideration just for future weeks, rest of the season. If there's a COVID-type deal on a newly, you know, transferred quarterback or, you know, a newly getting acquainted team, that those, those off weeks aren't helping those guys. Like, right. it's just not. They need to keep getting those repetitions with those guys. And as soon as they're off a field for a week, it's like all chemistry was gone. The Patriots had nothing. Cam Newton didn't didn't even know what was going on. Yeah. So it's only guys that have been with the same group of guys for a while that can take that obstacle and and just kind of kind of overcome it like it's nothing. Kansas City minus seven and a half. Yeah, I probably right. agree. Next. All right, the next game, uh, you got two four clocks left. 49ers at the Patriots. Coincidentally, Patriots are negative two and a half in Foxborough. It's supposed to be cold, but not rainy or snowy or anything. So, sunny but cold. Um, again, like I said, I said I was fading half the slate. I only ended up fading three games. This just happens to be one of them. I really, I really couldn't tell you. The Patriots, I mean, we were just talking about them, you know, Maybe with a week of practice, full week of practice, you know, they kind of get back on track here. I'm assuming there's some kind of bounce back for the Patriots. Um, 
with the same at the same time the 49ers looked great last week they were able to run the ball they were able to get it to Kittle they looked great so I don't know it's a, it's a tough game for me um actually I did see a stat that Bill Belichick as a Patriot has only lost did, were they at home last week yeah Patriots yeah the Patriots were at home right yeah yeah they were so I saw a stat the Bill in the Bill Belichick area with the Patriots they have not lost back-to-back home games since 2006. So, if the 49ers come in and do it, this would be the first first time in 14 years that Bill Belichick's Patriots have lost back-to-back games at home. So, <laughs> but for me, it's a fade. I'm taking Patriots. I'm, I'm taking Patriots minus three. I don't know why it's at plus 100. It's kind of weird. Because um, four, 49ers showed that upside last week. Yeah, now I'm taking Patriots uh, minus three. Sure. Um, I like. I think. I think I go Patriots, but I think my first pick in this is honestly the over forty-four and a half. I think New England's able to score this week. San Francisco's offense got going. Um, you know they figured it out with Jimmy G. They were able to make easy work of that uh that Rams defense last week. Short dump offs. You know, getting the ball out quick. I think. I think they do it again. I think both teams were able to put up points because I think, uh, you know, Camel, the hype's going around Cam coming back, you know, the pressure's off of them. They, they got that, that crazy loss out of the way. Now then they just got to play football like they know how to do. I like the over. How concerned are you with the Patriots being able to string together downfield drives? I think that they can score on short field positions and score in the red zone well, but... I just, I think that they have a real hard time putting together 80-yard drives. It could be true. I mean, they really don't have much to work with at wide receiver. I know, that's what I'm saying. They don't really have, they really don't have a deep threat. I mean, Edelman's an over-the-middle and a slot guy. Yeah. Like, they really don't have a speedy guy. They have... They have uh, what's his name, Nikhil Harry, but he's kind of like a big guy, you know. He's not they, really. Uh, they, it's crazy because like right before COVID, like when that Seahawks game, like Cam was just balling. Like yeah, he was, but the Seahawks defense sucks. Yeah, 49ers defense is real, and I apparently see. the Broncos is too. So I don't know, Mike. <laughs> my... <laughs> I still like I'm I'm worried about the Patriots offensively. I think I like the over first. I think defensively both teams will show up, which I guess would lean me to the under, but I don't know. I don't want anything to do with any line on that game. Whatever. Last four o'clock game, Jaguars, Chargers. <sighs> I mean I might as well <laughs> fall asleep at four o'clock tomorrow. Jesus Christ. Um I hate all of these 4 o'clock games. I really, truly do. Um, wow. You, you guys you start this game? You guys start me are off or something. Are you fucking I got, stupid, dude? I got I'm nothing for this. Charger minus 7.5. Like, are you serious? Chargers minus... You're laying a touchdown and a hook with a team that's 1-4? Yeah. Minus These teams I, are both I, terrible. One and four, one and five. The Jaguars are zero and three on the road. The Chargers are zero and two at home. Like, bro, there is no way I'm laying over a touchdown with a team that has one win. I'm, I'm, 
I'm all in on the Chargers. Yeah. The way the way Justin Herbert the way Justin Herbert's running this offense, man. Look what Matt Stafford just did to it. You can't tell me that the Lions offense is better than the Chargers. I definitely could. I don't know. I mean, besides the running back position after last week, I don't know, but I still think Justin Herbert's too much of a threat, man. He's I mean, real. the Chargers have no Eckler, so I would argue that the Lions' running game is better with DeAndre Swift and AP. I like DeAndre Swift and AP more than I like fucking Justin Jackson and well, Josh Kelly. I and, I mean, I like the Lions' receivers more, too. I like Amendola, Galladay, and Marvin Jones Jr. more than I like Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, and I couldn't even tell you who their third receiver is. I mean, Mike Williams is nasty, so... Mike Williams is nasty. I don't know. I think these offenses are pretty similar, but I don't know. Scary game for me. I'm all in on the Chargers. I'm Chargers minus seven. Yeah, me also. Why do you like the Chargers so much, Keith? Like, I want you to convince me into this pick. I want you to convince the viewers why you like this pick. Well, one, one, look, look. All right, let's break this down here. Here's the deal. They are both trash teams, right? Wait, hold on a second. Austin Eckler is not playing, correct? Yeah, he's been out for like two weeks. He's okay. not still out, still right. out. I'm going to tell you why I'm taking minus seven and a half. <laughs> Herbert, just like I said, dude, straight up. Like, he is a very good QB compared to Jacksonville's, and I know who it is. I just didn't say his name. I have no idea why. But, I mean, see, now you're making me want to fade it. Like, you're making I me mean, if you can't things. convince me to take it, you shouldn't be putting your money on it. If you cannot convince the listeners I my as time. to why I you like the Chargers, time. they shouldn't be putting money on I'm it. I'm fading it then. I'm, fa- I'm there you go. fade. There you go. You couldn't even come up with a reason other than Justin Herbert. And yeah. he's a rookie. Fade, fade. Eric's taking minus seven and a half. I'm sticking with Chargers. Um, Joey Bosa's coming back as well. Um, Keenan Allen, you know, they, they just had a bye week too. So they rested up. Keenan Allen rested up after uh, – I think he had back spasms. Uh, I'm I'm staying with that offense, man. I mean, the Lions were able to put up points and hold that lead against the uh, against the Jaguars in Jacksonville. This is in L.A. I know you said they haven't won at home yet, but again, the Jaguars haven't won on the road either. So someone's got to get one in the column. Jacksonville is traveling. Uh, I think the Chargers they showed up in that game. Who they play last week? The Saints. Or no, they had the bye the week. Before. The Chargers had the bye the week before they played the Saints, the Saints. lost by three. Right. Again, that was a good game. I mean, they've choked three games. They had a lead. They had a lead against the Chiefs, a lead against the Bucks, and a lead against the Saints. Yeah, it's 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 Chargers for me. Um, I don't think I don't think Gardner Minshew. Same Gardner Minshew's just like Ryan Fitzpatrick. Same reason. They're you know Ryan Fitzpatrick does all this Fitz magic, and then boom, he falls off and leads a you know a disaster second half of the season or whatever it is. Garden Minshew, same thing. He shows his spurts where like, oh my God, the mustache, you know, he's the best quarterback, blah, 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 blah. And then done. You know, he's gonna drop off. He's on Jacksonville Jaguars. Like get real. You know, like <laughs> he's on the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, real. I, I, mean, I definitely agree with you on that Minshew is, you know, super gassed up in the media and the guy is absolutely horrible. Um he, he could disappear. Just I think that was a perfect example. Just like Fitzpatrick could disappear. Um, definitely could be one of these games against a Chargers defense with uh, one of the best pass rushers in your face all game. He's going to be tugging on that mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, uh, again, uh, Keenan Allen, you know, is back off the bye. He's rested up. Same thing, Bosa's back. Mike Williams, uh, dude, that dude is so injury prone. But I heard something uh, actually on on another podcast, and uh, they said he gets hurt every time he goes over a pass because he's like falling like twenty feet in the air. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he does jump high. <laughs> he he does nasty. jump high. But uh, but yeah, I'm with Justin Herbert. So. All right, so that is going to do it for ones and fours. Um, let's shift into mortal locks. I don't know if anybody wants to claim the Bills as their mortal lock, but I'll leave that on the table to you guys. So go ahead, start us off, Keys. Mortal lock. Mortal lock of the week. We didn't even talk about it. <laughs> I know. I'm asking you what yours is. It's the 820 game. Seahawks minus three and a half against uh, Cardinals. Well, that's perfect because my mortal lock comes on the Monday game. So go ahead, shoot us the Cardinals game. <laughs> yeah, right there. I'm, that's my mortal lock. Seahawks minus three and a half. So some stats on the Cardinals-Seahawks game that I liked. We obviously haven't gotten into it, but the Cardinals have gone under in every single game so far this year. And Russell Wilson of his... Eight trips to Arizona have gone under in six of them. Wow. Over under line is at 55. So I like the under on that game. I also do like the Seahawks. I think that the, you know, like I said on on one of the games earlier, it's it's a sell high, you know, buy low spot. Cardinals, you know, absolutely smoke the Cowboys primetime game Monday night. Everyone was watching. I think everyone wants to jump on the Cardinals here at home. Eh, wrong. Russell Wilson is coming in. Going to prove that the you know younger, smaller version of him, Kyler Murray's in Tyler essence and quarterback um, you know patterns are literally scripted off of Russell Wilson. So I think that he proves a point. Shows that he's the vet. He's the best running quarterback in the league other than Lamar, you know. Um, and Gets a job done, but I also like the under. All right, Eric, what's your mortal lock, man? Eric, mortal lock, what is it? Wait, Brian, you didn't do yours yet? No, I didn't. My okay. mortal lock's the Monday game, so go ahead. Uh, Chargers minus seven and a half. I'm telling you right now. Oh my That's god! Oh my god! That's the game. It's getting. It's getting. There's gonna be a blowout in that game. I'm telling you. All righty. So you. my mortal lock game we haven't covered is the Bears. Bears, Bears at the Rams. Uh, Rams, kind of similar to your whole Gardner Minshew Fitzpatrick ordeal. The Rams show up in certain games and they just die in others. I think that the Rams play up to their competition well, but they kind of they kind of disappear in these games against bad teams. It's weird. They played the Giants. They looked like shit, and then they go. I don't know. It's just weird. They played the Forty Niners, who were in a funk, and then and then they looked like shit again. The Bears. I don't. I honestly could not tell you how the Bears are winning games. Their I truly, defense. I truly don't know how they're winning games, but they're getting it done. Nick Foles turns into like some kind of demon in the fourth quarter, from what I'm aware of. Um, I think that Goff is very inconsistent. I think whenever he plays a good defense, he's just terrible. He's kind of like that flashy quarterback that's good at exposing bad defenses and terrible against good defenses. So. He's getting one of the best in the business here, and you're getting the Bears at plus six, which is just ridiculous. They're five and one. They're getting undervalued. 
you're almost getting a touchdown. You can buy it up to a touchdown if you want. Um, so that is my mortal lock. Okay. All right. So let's let's do this. So I just drew it up here in Fanduel. So we're gonna add that Bills minus ten and a half. Obviously, that's that's a locky lock lock. Um, so right now, those three selections you got Seahawks minus three and a half or four selections: Seahawks minus three and a half, Chargers minus seven and a half, Bills minus ten and a half, and Bears plus six. Plus uh, one or one thousand two hundred eighty-three. So plus twelve eighty-three. There so you go. Twenty and, bucks. And make sure you're getting football yeah. numbers. Make sure you're yeah. getting the negative six and a half or negative right. yeah, you can, seven. Yeah, you can buy some sure, points too. Yeah, make sure on the seat at Seahawks, same deal. You want negative two and a half or negative three. Even with the bit, like all of these lines are within one point of a football number. Even Bears is at, you know, plus six. You might as well get it up to seven and a half, especially if you're getting it in a four leg parlay. All right, how about this? So take out. So again, I'm a little out of the loop here with the Chargers. I'm just, I'm just really confident in that. Um, so take that leg out. You still got plus 612 odds. 100 bucks on that. You're winning over 600 bucks. So Yeah. I mean, that's. I like all those. And that's, I, a good, that's a good. Love all those, right man. There. Definitely, and you could. I, I like the two. Like I said, with Keyson Mortalock in the under, I like that two-leg parlay with Seahawks. You know, negative whatever in the under, as well. I like that a lot. Yeah. All right, so that's gonna you know wrap it up. We covered every game. Usually, we only do the ones and the fours, and then you know maybe quick something on the eight o'clock and do our own segment for Monday. But it happened to be my Mortalock, so we covered it. Got every game in there for you couple fades, couple sketchy games, couple locks. You got, you know, a good mixture of opinions. Hope that we were helpful to you guys in, you know, making your final decisions tonight and tomorrow morning before you put those bets in. Um, again, I know I've said it like 76 times. Get those football numbers this week. I'm telling you there's going to be close games. You don't want to be on the bad side of point fives. I'm telling you it's the worst feeling in the world. Make sure you're getting that football number, even if you're giving up some value on this week, especially um mortal locks went two and one last week hopefully you know if we're including the bills as a mortal lock we go at you know at least two and two if not three and one hopefully um i mean bills bills has to be a mortal lock for all three of us we all agreed on it yeah i think it was one of the only games on the whole slate that we all agreed on so we just we can call that a, a consensus lock <laughs> consensus um, lock <laughs> But, uh, yeah, bet responsibly. Enjoy the games tomorrow. Keith, take us out. Talk to him about, you know, Instagram, Twitter, whatever you got to do. I mean, I don't even know what to talk to you guys about. Like, listen, we're winning money on this podcast. Just don't do crazy parlays like me because I've been in three weeks of depression because of th- crazy parlays, man. You know, do do two legs. Do three legs. Don't do seven like me. Don't be like me. It Check really does. Out, uh, it really t- does. Go ahead, man. Just check out DraftKings. DraftKings is doing a week seven. They're giving out seven parlay boosts and seven single bet boosts for the Sunday slate. So, hey, man, boost our parlay, our four teamer, right? You can do that. Can you? Yeah, true. Yeah, you get seven. seven I'm actually going to do that. I'm actually doing that. I'm going to do that. Absolutely. I will do that. Absolutely. There you go. I want to see everyone that rides that with us. Uh, We're all going to win some money. Yeah, go ahead, guys. Everybody, listen, tweet us your bet slips before the games. I want to see what everybody's got in tomorrow. I want to see. I I really want to see what we say that resonates with you guys and what games you actually, you know, land on. Because we can start bringing you guys, like, those similar thought thought processes or similar stats or, you know, viewpoints that you guys like. If that's going to get you guys on a game on a winner, 
Um, so yeah, let us know what you guys thought of the show. Tweet us your bet slips, and you know, hopefully we cash out. Bottom line is, just talk to us. We're lonely. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. <laughs>